From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing, and the brand identity theorist. Hello, Americus. Hi, Barbara. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Oh, yeah. Eagles. <laughs> you were looking at me like, what's he about to spell? <laughs> we're excited because uh, it, even though it's like freezing here all of a sudden, we got this massive snowstorm that kind of came through in like five minutes. Oh, yeah, you yeah. See that but yesterday? it's gone, yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. But we are excited because the Eagles have only lost once and we're right. killing it. Are we're you excited? It. Yes, I am. And yeah. I'm also so Kelsey'd up, you can't even imagine. <laughs> nice. I just the love other those Kelsey. Guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I started listening to their podcast. It's nice. terrific. Okay, nice. Yeah, they're nice. really good. Very, very cool. Um, yeah, but we're 10, ten and 1, right? Yeah, we're ten, uh, 10 and 1, yes. Yeah. According to, yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. But they keep saying we have ugly wins, but I a win know. is a win. That's, I keep trying to tell people, right? There's no such thing as pretty wins and no, pretty, you know, no. ugly wins. It's WWW, yeah, and we exactly. have 10 of them. Thank yes, you very much. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. If awesome. you're in Philly, you're about the Eagles. Yeah, all about or the Eagles. Or the Sixers. Or the Sixers, yeah. So we're excited <laughs> yeah. in this town. Yeah. It's doing really well. I'm thrilled to welcome Gina Hardy, who's the Chief Customer Officer at Drizzly. Mm. Hello, Gina. Hi, Thank Gina. you for being here. Yep. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Excited awesome. to be here. Cool. So we're excited to hear about Drizzly, and I'm not sure everybody's heard about it. So can you tell us exactly what Drizzly is for anyone who's not familiar with it? Yeah, sure. So Drizzly is the leading online alcohol marketplace in the U.S. So anybody who's 21 and up, of course, can turn to Drizzly to pretty much get a massive selection of beverages delivered. Hmm. And I think one really great thing about the platform, too, is we source from local stores. So a lot of these stores are local mom and pops. And so you Hmm. can essentially shop from multiple stores at once. So Hmm. we have a really great selection. You can pretty much get anything you're looking for, and it can be delivered pretty quickly. So is it just alcohol or it's non-alcohol too? It's non-alcohol as well. So you can get any kind of beverage if you imbibe or not, um, as well as extras. I know we've all had a party where we've forgotten a Mm. bag of ice or something like that. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. pretty much all-inclusive. So like, do you sell pretzels? You technically can get pretzels, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, most That's of what funny. we specialize in is definitely alcoholic beverages. I yeah. got to ask you one question. I know this is not where you were going, but I'm kind of curious about this. So recently I stopped drinking alcohol. So I drink a lot of Zero Zero and I love Heineken mm-hmm. Zero Zero. It's great. Oh, no. Tastes just like beer to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I notice, I, I'm pretty sure you have to be 21 and over to buy Heineken Zero Zero. So you mentioned that, you know, at the beginning that people have to be above the, you know, have to be legal age to buy alcohol. Hmm. Do you know if you have to be legal age to buy non-alcoholic beer? That just seems so weird to hmm. me. I'm pretty sure you do, which is wow. interesting. I correct? didn't know that. That's bizarre. Um, yeah. Which is pretty interesting. And I've heard this before. I think what's interesting as well is just the general trend and, uh, that we've seen in the rise of non-alcoholic beverages as well. So you're kind of right on trend. Well, always, always. (laughs) (laughs) You're a trendsetter. Wow, that's incredible. So you said you're the largest. When did you get started? How did you? This is a great idea, obviously, and it's obviously working well. But when did it get started? Yeah. And also tell us, like, where did the name Drizzly come from? Like, what's the a bit of the a bit of the brand and some and some of that DNA as well, Gina? 
Right. So uh, Drizzly has been around for uh, over a decade now, actually. Mm. Um, now our, our awareness is much higher. It started pretty simple idea. It's it's one of those great branding stories where a couple of college students sitting around saying, wouldn't it be great if you get alcohol delivered? Why can't you? Mm-hmm. And it was as simple as that. Mm. And I asked the same story when you're onboarded at Drizzly. Uh, Corey, one of the founders, gives you the, the background on it. And mm. It was as simple as they were in a room writing down different branding names and Drizzly sort of stuck. Mm, And mm -hmm. one of my questions was, is it because people want alcohol delivery when it's Drizzly outside? (laughs) And that's not why it is. I think they just like the name, but I'm going to go with maybe that's why they do whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you need to start making it up. I'm a marketer. I'm going to make it a thing. Oh, it's nice. But you know what I, we used, I've talked to other people who are in the alcohol business in the retail of alcohol and it's not easy because there's all these state laws mm, and you have right. to do regulatory and the, problems it changes yeah. state by state Constraints. so do you still have those issues or have some of those been resolved it's it's definitely different right so i spent most of my career at pepsi non-regulated industry mm-hmm. working on Gatorade and it was something that i had to learn a lot about when i came over to drizzly and there is a a three-tier system mm. uh, that you have to get trained on when you start. And actually, as a marketer as well, something you really have to have to understand and consider about responsible drinking age, et cetera. There are certain considerations you have to have on which channels you activate to make sure that the, the user base is of a certain age group, right? So mm-hmm, right. It, it's always going to be top of mind for us and always something that we're you know adhering to and, and thinking about. You know, that's interesting that you say that because, like, when I go into these websites to look up some of the alcohol marketing, because some of, talking about brands, some of the best branding is done in alcohol. 100%. It's, like, really terrific. And then they ask you, you know, what your birthday is, and who <laughs> believes that? You know, like, I'm thinking, I feel like that is such a yeah, flimsy such a screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, how do you card online? Can yeah. you do that? Right. I don't. I haven't heard of a way yet, uh, but I do know you have to. You have to enter in your age age limit and and year of birth, and then when we deliver Drizzly as well, you you have oh. to serve oh, up your ID as oh, well. You do. Oh, I oh see. so That's you can't even ah. So so there, it's there's a lot of trickiness. So you've got some nice entry barriers to your business. Yes. Yeah, it's hard nice. for other people Correct. to get in and do it. Yes. So that's pretty yep. cool. So I was talking to you about this before the break, but you know, so you've had this new campaign which is pretty interesting. It it's called What's It Going to Be? And it's this mm-hmm. idea of a gift registry. So can you tell us like how that is that that new this year or is something you've been doing before or yeah, the the campaign itself is is new in the registry as well. Uh, spawned out of that uh, when we when we started, it all was really from one simple insight. And a lot of times for campaigns, like to start with what's the simple right. human truth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as we were talking and through our research, really alcoholic beverage occasions, as you could imagine, center around a specific occasion usually. And sometimes that's hosting. You're hosting a party, so you're thinking about what you want to serve your guests. Guests. Sometimes that's restocking. Sometimes that's gifting. Gifting is is a huge occasion Mm. for Drizzly. Um, And as we thought of that, we wanted to create this campaign around it that could showcase how no matter what kind of occasion you're going to have, Drizzly has this wide variety to service that because it's not always the same. If I'm going to be sitting around 
wanting a, a bottle of wine to watch the next bachelor launch versus if I'm hosting a party, right? Those are very different occasions. Right. And so we wanted to create this campaign that would deliver on that, on that key message. And as a part of that, the gift registry idea was born and also out of a very simple insight, which was, I'm sure intuitively both of you could relate to, which is what the heck do I get, get someone, mm. even if, if I know that you uh, drink alcohol, what kind do you like? Are you a bourbon person? Are you a beer person? Are you a wine? Are you a Heineken zero drinker? Mm -hmm. You know, trying to understand what you want. And so the gift registry was born out of that. So super simple way for a gifter to send to the giftee, here's some ideas, which of these would you like? And they pick it and then it, it gets delivered right to them. And if you're a giftee, you can pick, these are the things I'm interested in, gifter. Please get me these things so that you don't have gifts gathering dust, which I do <laughs> in my bar cabinet as well. And yeah. try to remember who gave it to me so I don't re-gift it yeah, to them. Exactly, exactly. But you know, it's so interesting about this because I think a lot of people used alcohol because you don't have to know people's preferences, you know? Mm. So if I don't really know, there's no sizes, there's mm. no, I can mm. always bring a bottle of wine and I'm going to be okay. Mm. And so now you're suggesting, you know what, that wasn't really true. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah. Like people don't, not everybody likes red wine or white wine or whatever it is. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's also, uh, to, uh, to your point, Barbara, a big opportunity because you know alcohol consumption, as Gina was saying, is such a social thing. So yeah. there's an opportunity to actually tie in a bit, make it a bit more thoughtful, make it a bit more robust in that social setting, which probably unlocks some more you know, emotional kinds of reactions to the products and all these kinds of things. Yeah, actually, yeah. the going when you were describing the process, I could see that as building a relationship. Yeah. Because first of all, you're right, absolutely, that gifting is a big category in alcohol. Like I said, if I don't know what to buy somebody, I'll buy them a bottle. And it didn't occur to me they wouldn't drink it, um, whatever right. it was. Right. So there's that. Right. But then I also, around this time, I get corporate gifts or something from people, you know, and they're going to spend, they're going to send me, sometimes when I'm really lucky, a whole crate of wine or mm. something like that. Nice. You know, I'm they, never that lucky. Yeah, but. They, <laughs> they sometimes put a lot of money into yeah. the gift, you yeah. know, and yeah. so they may want to spend a lot on it. Yeah. And I actually think it would build relationship 100%. if at first they said, I want to get you something nice for Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, let, why don't you kind of tell me your preferences yeah. if you go back and forth like that. Uh-huh. And so then yeah. the thing that's that I'm get, given is much more personalized. So 100%. I do think there's a building of a relationship there in the so, way you're describing this process. So it, it's, can you unpack it a bit more for us, Gina? Because it's like, I don't think it's, it's just a matter of you get a list. Like, is there, how do you start from that? How do you begin the curation process for your this this person that you're going to give the gift to how do you do do you ask them questions about you know you know it's almost like a dating app or there are a bunch of like questions Correct. you know yeah. how does this work talk us through that yes yeah so you're a gifter and you're thinking okay i want to send something to my to my friend but i don't quite know what they want you would enter in a few key pieces of information. So one is price, right? There's mm-hmm. some actually pretty expensive things. Yeah. Like yeah. Busters, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's right. some really nice products. So you could limit it, but then the the gift giftee doesn't need to see that, right? Mm-hmm. They just know right. that it's limited to a certain, you know, to certain bottles. Mm-hmm. You would enter in a few suggestions as well mm. in terms of what oh, type of nice. category they're interested in. Are they a beer drinker? Okay, great. So beer, you might put on there a couple of items that they like. Mm -hmm. So that they're served with, here's some great products that you might be interested in. 
which of these would be of interest to you so you can be sure they're getting mm. you know something they want something they're going to they're going to consume i really, really cool. like this it's it's very clever let me ask you this gina so is is the system smart in other words as you scale it up and more people are giving gifts, will you look across the data and be able to like extract certain things that would then, you know, kind of create the more data I have, the, the more powerful my ability to go actually deeper on that relationship creation suggests really cool things that are really kind of personalized to Barbara's point. A hundred percent. I mean, we do that. We do that within the gift registry and we do that pretty much on a daily basis. And it's one of the beautiful things of working at uh, an e-commerce company and having just a wealth of data compared to sort of my days at Pepsi, where you had to rely on the signals from the retailer side. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we can look and see we have the the gifting users tag to be able to say, all right, what kinds of things are trending? Yeah. We have a mm-hmm. great insights report as well that we put out, BevAlk Insights, where we can talk about these are the trending gifts mm-hmm. for this year. Mm-hmm. Tequila is really hot or non-alk mm-hmm. is really hot. That's those are things that Using can help data. us personalize everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You, you Personalization. Know it's interesting. Yeah, gift registry is not a new idea. Obviously, you see right. it in other categories, but I haven't ever seen it in this category. Me neither. And right. it actually makes more sense in some sense in this category. In this category, because right. Because of the repeat. Right. Like, typically, if you go for a birthday gift or a wedding gift, you know, I'm going right. to buy you China once. Right. But alcohol, right. I might buy all the time. All the time, And yeah. so having that data allows me to 100%. really customize that relationship. 100%. And the other thing that's cool about this, Gina, is I, I personally, Barbara... You know, when I get the the mass mail cards from, you know, on email where it says, open up the card and you open it up and it's like, and like a hundred people have gotten this. And I'm almost to my my mind, I'm saying like, I would have rather gotten nothing (laughs) than like zero effort. So what's also interesting about this is is like, it sort of crosses that threshold where it's like, it's building their relationship. If someone were to send me this and say, here, America's, you know, I know you like to, you know, you know, consume these types of things. I'm like, man, that's really thoughtful. And that probably, you know, would strengthen my relationship with the person but also then put a little bit of halo to your point gina on drizzly so now yeah. drizzly gets a little bit of that emotionality and say hey you know i'm going right. to use this next time to your point i bet gina that there are a lot of referrals you know that a lot of word of mouth comes yeah in the gift yeah tea. that Talk has a little to bit. be referral yeah. yeah tell us a little bit right. about that mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly right and and personally the hilarious part about what you just said is exactly how i originally came to be aware of drizzly myself Mm. I received a gift from someone Uh, and I thought, well, what's this drizzly? That's nice. It comes in this very nice red package and it feels just so premium and nice. mm, Um, mm -hmm. And that was the way I was indoctrinated to drizzly years before I even worked here. And so it's so important to get that first experience right. And to your point making it personalized yeah. so it feels very relevant to them. Mm-hmm. You mentioned in passing, and I just got to know, that you have this trend report. Did, were those examples you give you gave the trends, or what, what are the trends? Is it tequila and non-alk? Is that what we're seeing? <laughs> well, non-alk is certainly what we're seeing a lot of trend today. Uh. And a lot of that is from the the people just entering the category, right? So it's a different, it's a different time. There's so many mm-hmm. really great options product-wise, um, across every category. So mm-hmm. beer, spirits, wine, and we have some partnerships as well. So I think that's really enabling the growth of that trend. But that's definitely, I think, the thing we're seeing popping the most this past year. Interesting. And and you keep mentioning things I want to know about. <laughs> so you were also talking about some partnerships. That's an interesting idea, brands collaborating with other brands. What are some of these partnerships? 
Yeah. So we, our campaign actually in Q4 is in partnership with Diageo. Uh, So Diageo has obviously a wonderful set of brands. I think partnerships are a great way to get your brand message out across two platforms, right? So one is great, but if you have two sets of brands speaking this message, Mm. talking about the gift registry, Mm -hmm. it's, it's even better. And so Diageo is a great partner with us on this one. We've, we partnered with Campari this summer Mm. on a hosting handled campaign who doesn't love a nice Aperol spritz in the summer. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a great way for us to, to get that brand message amplified much more than we would just on Drizzly. So that Aperol spritz, wasn't that the White Lotus drink or something? Was that was? It, I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What a great example of how yeah. you know entertainment can can kind of popularize something. The same thing was with one of the Game of Thrones drinks. I remember mm-hmm. um, the that we had to quickly react to and put out a social post on and make a little shelf in Drizzly to make sure we had the ingredients there. And that's been really fun for us to kind of jump on those cultural trends. And you have to be really fast. I really like that. We have one of our favorite guests on the show is the CEO of Spirit, um, who's the Halloween. Um, he makes Halloween costumes, and he's, he's all about the party. In some sense, you're all about the party. Right. And so yeah. he has to follow all the trends for the costumes. You know, he had a lot of Barbie costumes this year and things like that. And a lot, like you were saying, a lot of alcohol is about the party. So mm-hmm. you really do have to take advantage of something that's in a show like White Lotus right. that became it's the, the trend. Culture. Yeah, yeah. And what mm-hmm. you know, people they go to parties to watch movies now, and they all want to drink whatever. Right. Cosmopolitan used to be it with the um, the you know, yeah. uh, what's her name story? Yeah, I'm blanking <laughs> on her name, but yeah. The, uh, oh, you mean um, oh goodness, uh, the yeah, the, Sex in the City, Sex in the City, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody yeah. would yeah. watch Sex in the City and yeah. drink Cosmopolitan, yeah. and I could imagine, you know, you would do campaigns like that and partner with that, yeah. you know, especially if you could do it in a nice, pretty way when it comes delivered. That would be so cool. Oh, that's cool, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, totally. uh, so, do you do yeah. things like that? Put together party packages that come, you know. We haven't done something like that mostly That's because it's hard to make sure you have the inventory of everything at the local mom and pops, I but see. we have mm. done a lot with them. Um, we do a lot with brands stemming off of their campaigns as well. I see. Um, mm-hmm. So for instance, Diageo launched um, a new Rosado innovation. And so they had this really clever campaign that was party time off. So PTO mm. and we... <laughs> took that campaign and quarter turned it down onto Drizzly. We made the bear pink for a day. We used some of their influencers to make it come to life on Drizzly. And so we do a lot of that, a lot of that work, which is fun. And just being of the moment, I think is really important. Yeah. Uh, we have, we're running out of time, but one last quick question, because you keep doing this. Now you mentioned social influencers. So I'm curious, like how, what's your social campaign? Do you use a lot of influencers or... We do. We do. And actually, as of late, we're launching a new Drizzly Experts program. Mm. Um, You know, from a perspective of Drizzly's positioning, we're more of a specialty retailer in a sense where all we do is beverages. And so when you think about going to a specialty retailer, one of the things that's the benefit are the staff, right? You're going in there, you're asking them for advice and we need to offer that advice. And so as we looked at our influencer strategy this year and going into next year, we thought we really need to make sure that we're partnering with experts that are offering 
just some insight into what's new, what to discover. I think we all have our go-to favorites, but as you're trying to look for something new, it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to say, okay, this bourbon is aged in this barrel. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure why that's important. And so our Drizzly experts are going to be, I think, pivotal in, in providing that education and just helping you along that discovery journey, much like you would if you went into, you know, your, your local wine shop or, nice. or spirit shop. So we're excited about launching that in Q4. Nice. Oh, that sounds great. Well, Very Gina, exciting. thank you so much for joining us today. And where can our listeners go to find out more about Drizzly? Yeah, you can check out our app in the app store. Really easy to use. Just put things in your cart and it comes right to your door. So that's the easiest way to do it. Thanks for having me. This has been really fun. That's great. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Gina. That's all we have time for today. We'd like to thank our producers, Dion Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we replay our show several times throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter at SX. Oh, not Twitter. X. You can follow <laughs> oh, us <dear>. on X. <laughs> uh, we can see yeah, that's right. uh, At SXM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is too Damn it, Elon, you screwed us up. <laughs> What's our Twitter handle? Yeah. Uh, X handle, Barbara. Yeah, yeah. SXM Marketing. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow Business Radio at SXM Business. Or you can go to our Wharton Knowledge at Wharton website mm, yes. and see all our Wharton podcasts. And we're one of them, the Wharton Marketing Matters. So come and look, not only for this show, but for all other shows that we have there Uh, thank you all for listening today Um, we'll be back next week till then this has been Marketing Matters I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read Business Radio Sirius XM 132